this podcast contains adult content suitable for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more apps out there. You can make money for your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Out of the darkness and into the fire, It is quite splendid, isn't it? Almost makes you believe you can transcend and become something purer, something closer to heaven sent. <sighs> hmm. Well, while I may be just the lonely ranger of these majestic woods, I can take you down your rifle path. It is the path to the Tenth Communion. Good morning, Peter. Oh, and don't you look handsome today. How do you feel? I look down on him, offer him my warmest, most benevolent smile. He doesn't see it. He sits there on his bed, hands clasped over the knees, head bowed. Uh, A little nervous, I, I guess. I take a knee in front of him, put a finger under his chin so that I can turn his face up and look him in the eyes. But he only shakes his head. Peter, you're 23 years old. There is nothing to be frightened about. Be a big boy, won't you? It's just... He starts fumbling words. It's just, Mother, I don't know if I'm ready for this. 
Shall I pray? <sighs> no, mother. I've already prayed on it. I've said all the words. I just don't understand why. It's a special occasion, Peter. Think about it, okay, hon? For ten years, ever since your 13th birthday, you've been prepared for this. Ten years of ceremony. Ten years of schooling. Of training. Son, just think about how much you've grown in that time. Think about how much we've grown together. But why me? He persisted. I mean, out of everyone, 11 other acolytes turned 23 this year, and six more will before the year's over. I, I don't get it. I'm sorry, Mother. It doesn't seem fair. I, I can't help it. I, I don't see it. You feel bad for the others? I gently pry, making my voice soft with compassion, with understanding. They'll be good prophets, those others. Capable soldiers, when the time comes. They are strong in the company of the one true God, whose great revelation must soon be unleashed upon the world. Peter finishes for me. And she added fire and lightning and blood, I know, mother, but... But? Not those others, mother. Not them. I mean, well, not, not all of them. I study him, my boy, my only son. How his golden hair shimmers under the morning light that streams in through the window like a gift from God. The pale, flawless flesh of his bare hands and feet. The perfect complement to his alabaster silk trousers and his tunic of purest semite. Make no mistake, I say to him, lowering my voice, infusing it with command. You were chosen, Peter, and you are the right choice. I know it's not easy, and yet it must be done. You've seen it yourself. Every year, these past ten years, blood is the only thing that washes away the sins of the world. Sacrifice is necessary for the betterment of all. You, Peter, will be the ultimate vessel of this gift. He nods, but he's crying. I sigh. It's difficult to blame him. Really, anyone would be frightened. There is no sin in that. You are the purest among your peers, Peter. You are an angel made flesh. And by God's own providence, you were born on the very day of sacrifice. Who should bear this honor if not you, my beloved son? His breath hitching sobs. I know, mother. It has to be me. But what if... What if Abigail? What if Judah? They will play their part. They know what to do. Everyone trusts them in this, and everything will be fine, Peter. It will be over in no time. But they, they were my friends, mother. 
They're still your friends, Peter. When you meet them again in eternity, there will be such joy, such fellowship, such triumph for the courage and faith in God shown from the most innocent, given freely. It's the only hope of salvation for all, even among the faithful. He wipes his nose with a kerchief, dries his eyes. Yes, mother. He says. Finally, he looks at me. His wide blue eyes frightened, but accepting. You're so brave, Peter. He nods, takes a breath, steadies himself, speaks with a steady voice. I'm ready, Mama. Just tell me one thing. I nod back at him. He doesn't need to finish. Peter, promise. When you kill them, they won't feel a thing. He lets out a sigh of relief, then a small laugh. Really, he hasn't got anything to be nervous about. He's studied so hard, practiced so many times. Not for nothing had the faithful selected my son as this year's angel of death, and the vote had been unanimous. He stands. I take his hand, lead him across the room to the double doors that open wide for us both. From one side, an acolyte places a knife of freshly forged steel into his right hand. From the other, an acolyte places a second one in his left. Before him, the faithful are gathered on either side. At his feet, a soft carpet of deepest crimson leads to the twin altars before the pulpit. His breathing picks up again. The moment is tense. The suspense unbearable. Be calm, child, I think, but do not say. Brace yourself. The worst is coming, but we shall make it through together. He looks back at me one final time. Quietly, through gritted teeth, making sure that only he can hear me. I say only what so many other good mothers have said before me. Do not fuck this up. One can be too careful, and one must be firm. Peter sets his jaw and bravely steps forth into the chapel to do his sacred duty by the faithful and by God, my boy. I'm so proud of him.
This has been a Morbid Forest production. On this week's episode, you've heard The Tenth Communion, written by Marcus Demanda, with narration by Naomi Richards and Sean Moreau. Marcus Demanda is a writer, a teacher, and a cat father to Shazam. You would best know his amazing work from the No Sleep podcast, such as the Summer Series. He has a current collection of short horror stories out now on Amazon called Hide the Knives. (laughs) Thanks so much, Marcus, for trusting us with your work. And of course, checking off a narration box in my personal checklist. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at The Morbid Forest for all your up-to-date news on the podcast. Go ahead and send us your love letters to themorbidforest at gmail.com. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and never miss an episode of your favorite indie horror show. And as always, thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week, travelers on The Morbid Forest.